from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. Um, it doesn't involve an election. It doesn't involve, you know, tens of millions of dollars in advertising, you know, fundraising, things like that. They may be reflexively opposed to that because they feel like having a quote-unquote strong county executive has been in the best interest of St. Louis County. Arguably, though, it could provide the county executive more of an opportunity to focus on policymaking rather than the day-to-day operations of the county. We had a city manager, and that type of government just was not sustainable. If you don't get along with that mayor as a city administrator, You're oftentimes in big trouble. Uh, You live in the city of St. Louis? I do. If the city of St. Louis went to a council manager form of government, would you apply? I probably would not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Jonathan All. Elected and appointed members of our government sometimes break the law. In St. Louis City and St. Louis County in the past couple of months, we've seen federal indictments for corruption and kickbacks and a top county employee resigning after allegedly recording a sex tape on government property. Searching for ways to clean up government usually include an appeal to voters from the party not embroiled in the latest scandal. But could there be another way? Maybe changing the form of government? Joining me in the studio to talk about it is Glendale City Administrator Ben DeClue. In a recent op-ed, he said the St. Louis region has become, quote, a poster child for political corruption. And to solve that problem, he says St. Louis City and St. Louis County should adopt a council manager form of government. Ben DeClue, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. I think it's really important to define what a council manager form of government is, because I think a lot of people don't realize how many different ways there are to to put a government together. So can you maybe just explain what a council manager form of government is? Absolutely. So a council manager form of government features um, typically a chief elected official who is either elected citywide or elected uh, from amongst the city council or county council. Um, The legislative and policymaking authority resides with the council still. Um, They then hire a professional city or county manager to run the uh, the day-to-day operations of the actual business of government. Um, that person then works closely with the um, the council and the, the chief elected official to advance policy goals um, you know and and other uh, other items of interest to to that group. Um, the difference is they do it in a non-political way. Um, the county or city administrator under a council manager form is completely nonpartisan. Um, is not typically somebody who's turned out when uh, a mayor or a county executive or, or a few council members leave. It's somebody who you've hired uh, based on their ability and based on their education uh, to to professionally manage your, your government operations and to get things done. Um, and obviously it's a, a form of government that works very well for many cities in St. Louis County right now. And, and so the city manager or the county administrator or whatever the title is, that person's job isn't to create the policy. It's to implement the policy that is directed to them by the board, be it a county council or a county or a city council. That's correct. Uh, you know, we'd like to say that under a council manager form, um, you know, the roles are clear and it gets elected officials back into the business of leadership um, and, and setting goals and setting priorities. And then it's the professional staff's job to make sure that those priorities are, are met. Um, you know, and frankly, if things aren't working out and uh, pro- enough progress isn't being made or, or things aren't moving in the right direction,
direction, then the elected body can change the county administrator or county manager. Um, and it, it doesn't involve an election. It doesn't involve you know tens of millions of dollars in advertising, you know, fundraising, things like that. Um, you know, they, they agree to part ways. They move on. Somebody new comes in. So why would that form of government be a deterrent to corruption and to other problems that we've seen in other kinds of government? Sure. So the, the council manager form actually has its roots in the early 20th century. Uh, many people might be familiar with the so-called boss system uh, where you had uh, elected officials that would come in uh, and fire everybody, bring in their own supporters. Jobs are filled based on party affiliation, based on who you worked for in, a, in, a, in an election. Um, under this system, uh, you know, somebody who has education and training um, is brought in. Uh, they're not tied at all. In fact, we have a professional code of ethics that prohibits us from engaging in partisan politics. Um, you know, we, we remain separate from that. We don't, you know, raise money for any sort of political purpose. We don't make donations to candidates. Um, and, uh, you know, it, 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 there's just a separation there. Um, and again, the, the, the adherence to that, that code of ethics that we have um, really sort of sets us apart from just, you know, somebody filling in as a chief of staff who might have come off the campaign trail or um, is otherwise politically connected. Um, again, there, there's that, that, that special level of separation that we have in the code of ethics that we, we all agree to follow. Um, and frankly, that's enforced by a, a, a rigorous um, international organization. Rightly or wrongly, a lot of people in this country right now distrust, quote, experts. Mm -hmm. um, there is a lot of people who think that, that when we go to somebody who is uh, an expert in their field, be it in public health or transportation or administering policy at a city or county level, there's a belief that those people can't be trusted. So with that current appetite getting more fed more than it has been for decades – is it a harder sell now to say, don't hire the person to run the city, hire the people who are going to hire the person to run the city? Sure. I, I think it's, you know, it's important that you have both. Um, you know, good professional management requires good elected officials. Um, it's important that people are educated about who's on the ballot and who they want to support, um, because that forms the vision that the, the administrator then, you know, serves. Um, you know, it, it is difficult. I, I think there's a lot of distrust in government right now, um, and I think that goes from all levels. Um, I, I think people, you know, you, you see poll after poll that says everybody hates Congress, everybody even hates, you know, the Supreme Court, everybody hates the president these days. It goes to follow they would generally hate the people that are actually running the, um, you know, the actual operations of government. I mean, you know, it, it, it's, it's really unfortunate, but I would hope that people would look at it and realize that, uh, you know, your odds of, of achieving you know, meaningful progress in a region, uh, I think we're are much better um, under a professional manager. Uh, I think if you look at some of the largest cities, the fastest growing cities, both population-wise and business-wise in the United States, Austin, uh, Phoenix, for instance, Dallas, those are all professionally managed. Um, and I think that, uh, uh, you know, St. Louis, if you, you look at our population, it's been fairly stagnant. Um, cities have been on a slight decline. The county kind of popped up a little bit. Um, in the latest census. But, you know, we also don't see tons of new business coming in. We see businesses moving around. So I think that, you know, if we're interested in getting into a growth mindset and, and sort of, you know, becoming one of these fast-growing cities, and obviously there are, there are other factors that, that go there, but, um, you know, the, the professional manager is the way to go. Uh, I, you know, I would even note that the majority of the all-American cities um, that are awarded by the National League of Cities are professionally managed communities and pro professionally managed counties. Do you have an opinion on where how your government should be managed? You can give us a call at 
382-8255. That's 382-TALK. Send us an email at talk at stlpr.org or tweet us at STL on air. Um, some city managers, city county administrators uh, have also been accused of wrongdoing sure. <laughs> um, over the years. And, and, and it could become a battle for, you know, people who are opposed to that saying, but what about this? Mm-hmm. Uh, so what is there a more definitive analytical evidence based uh, way to show that this form of government can prevent some of the problems that we've seen here in St. Louis City and St. Louis County? You know, I, I think it's a, a case that, uh, you know, the, the form just by itself, by separating yourself from, from the, po- the political donations, the money side of things, um, is inherently a little little less subject to corruption. Uh, you're right. Um, obviously, there are, there are wrongdoers in every field, uh, you know, ours included. I think the difference is um, in you look at uh, how, how it's handled when uh, a county or city administrator does something wrong. They're reported to ICMA. There's an ethical investigation. Um, that essentially really puts limits on their ability just to job hop. Um, and frankly, if uh, you know the, the county or the city decides, hey, you know, we need to part ways here, they can part ways. Um, they don't need to wait for an election. Um, there's not major massive turmoil. You know, staff generally doesn't you know leave in mass along with the, the administrator because that person has been hiring professionals under them. Um, so I, I you know it, it's just a little bit different. Um, you know, it, it's a major thing for a, a, a top elected official um, to be accused of corruption or have their the people that they're bringing in um, that are clearly politically connected be accused of, of corruption um, because you know frankly there's there's not a lot of opportunity then to make a course correction if necessary you know you, you might you might have to wait multiple years for an election um, you know and again at that point you're, you're dealing with the, the political machine uh, you're dealing with the money in politics um, and that's not there with professional management you know it, it's more like a, a corporation where you know if things aren't going right um, uh, you know a change is made they hire a new CEO and that's what the board of directors is there to do is to be a check on on that executive and to make sure that things are are moving uh, uniformly in the right direction Jay from Normandy called 314-382-8255. That's 382-TALK. Jay, you're on St. Louis on the Air. Hi, gentlemen. I uh, I generally agree with what the administrator from Glendale is saying. Um, however, I used to be in city government, and I know that if you don't get along with that mayor as a city administrator, you're oftentimes in big trouble. Mayors oftentimes don't want to give up the power especially if it's a new uh, administration or new form of government coming in. But I also wanted to ask the administrator, St. Louis's other gigantic problem, bigger than, well, just as big, is why is not uh, Webster Groves part of your city? Why is not Glendale? Why, why do we have 98 different cities that can't have the same police department? There ought to be one county police department and not you guys having your own PD and the others Jay, that, all having. That is an excellent question. And, and, and Ben, can you, is it possible in St. Louis City and St. Louis County to have this discussion while separating it from the whole better together fiasco and some of those things? I think so. I think they're, they're very separate issues. Um, you know, the, the question isn't, uh, you know, Obviously, there's there's the broader conversation of, of what you do with municipal service and, and the various municipalities in the county. But I think that's a whole separate conversation. Yeah. I, I think Better Together did muddy the waters very much on that, made it very difficult to talk about. 
Um, you know, I, what we're here to talk about today is, is you know, a different form of government for, you know, broader the, the county you know, and, and potentially the city. Um, you know, and, and those don't necessarily link up to the number of municipalities or, you know, the number of different police departments or whether St. Louis County should be providing police department. I, I, you know, I don't, I don't have the, you know, I don't have a, an opinion on any of that. that. That'd be in the political realm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is one of the few issues that we're allowed to sort of enter the public dialogue about. This um, would be something that you would wait for your council to give you direction on. Absolutely. Instead absolutely. of having an opinion on mm-hmm. it. That's correct. Now joining us is Jason Rosenbaum, the political correspondent for St. Louis Public Radio. Jason, you've seen a lot from this city and this county. How realistic is that? Do you think it would be that something like this would be adopted in the county? I think it's certainly something that, if there's enough support from the county council, could be put up for a vote. Um, there has obviously been a perennial concern about contracting in the county and about whether that is politically influenced. And that's not just starting now. That, that I've been covering St. Louis County government on and off since 2011. That's been an issue. Every year I've covered it. Um, I think that the the question, though, is like whether that would idea would be really opposed by the county executive in power just because – Probably would be. It probably would be because like especially if you are taking away power for them to give out county contracts or make a lot of administrative decisions, they may be reflexively opposed to that because they feel like having a quote-unquote strong county executive has been in the best interest of St. Louis County. I think arguably, though, the the like what Ben was saying, it could provide the county executive more of an opportunity to focus on policymaking rather than the day-to-day operations of the county. I'm sure there would still be some elements of that, even if there was a a county manager, but like, I, I think as far as how realistic it is, I think it is realistic to put it on the ballot eventually. We have a, a from a Twitter user. Um, it, I can't see what this proposed form of government would change. Quite honestly, as we see, even CEOs get accused of corruption without some very serious soul searching on behalf of political leaders and the voters. I just don't see things changing. I mean, do do we think that 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 even if it's a great idea, is it enough to change or to protect the the, the taxpayers from somebody behaving badly? I mean, there's no perfect system, and there's you know wrongdoers in all fields. I think the difference is in how you can handle that wrongdoing. Again, it's much easier to uh, for a county council to come together and remove a. a county manager than it is for a county council to potentially go to war with the county executive for four years um, and then go to, you know, obviously political battle in, in an election and who knows what happens after that. Um, you could see, you know, potential significant gridlock over time, um, you know, under the old system, under the new. Again, you know, if things weren't working out, a change would be made, a new person would be brought in that better aligned with the goals and the values of the, the council. I remember one of the first stories I ever covered as a young reporter was when a city manager in Peoria, Illinois, was fired. And I said, do you have any advice to your successor? And he said, make sure you have a good severance package when you negotiate your contract. (laughs) City administrators, county executives, uh, appointed ones, uh, professionals, they get fired all the time. Um, Some last 20 years throughout Mm -hmm. administrations and some don't. How much more stability do you think it really adds? You know, I think it it, it adds... Uh, potentially significantly more stability. Um, you know, again, the I think if you if you look at how um, 
you know, how that, that change happens. For one thing, it's not nearly as traumatic of a change to change out a county manager or, or city manager than it would be uh, necessarily to change out an executive where lots of people lose their jobs because those jobs are politically connected. So what you're looking for is to enhance professionalism and, and stability within county operations. Um, and then it's up to the voters to elect people to, to help you know, set broader policy goals and things like that. So I think you see a little more stability in that where, again, your elected officials are able to focus on leadership versus, as Jason pointed out, the day-to-day affairs uh, you know, of, a, of, frankly, a $600, $700 million a year operation. We want to take one more phone call. Tammy from St. Louis County um, has, has called in. Tammy, you're on St. Louis on the air. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Um, I worked for a municipality here in St. Louis County, and we had a city manager, and that type of government just was not sustainable. Um, we changed city managers every couple of years, and it just it, it just wasn't sustainable in, in that municipality. So I just don't see how it would work in, in, you know, in St. Louis County government. Ben? <laughs> well, obviously I can't address the specifics sure. uh, related to well, the municipalities. Well, but you've, you've seen that happen. In, in some municipalities, there is a lot of churn. Sure. I mean, some, some municipalities are, are, I think, more given to turnover than others. Um, you know, again, uh, you know, there is a difference between having, say, a city administrator or a county administrator and having the actual council manager form of government uh, where you would have a, a city manager or a county manager. Um, you know, it tends to be that under the administrator form, uh, according to Missouri state law, you're the chief administrative assistant mm-hmm. to the mayor. The mayor does have significant ability to, you know, make recommendations about, you know, hiring, firing administrators and just tends to be a slightly more um, politically sensitive position than the council manager, where it generally requires um, significantly more council support to make a change. Um, I also think it, you know, a lot of it has to do with the, the quality of the people that you hire. And that's, you know, there's a big difference between sitting back and watching, you know, political money flow um, and ending up with, you know, who the voters, you know, are, are, are sort of forced to pick pick from based on who files for office versus doing a national search, which I, I you know, almost guarantee would be required for hiring a, a, a county manager for St. Louis County. Um, and you'd have the opportunity to bring in people from all over the country. Uh, to interview them who would be interested in, in working here and hopefully staying long term. Uh, you live in the city of St. Louis? I do. If the city of St. Louis went to a council manager form of government, would you apply? I probably would not. <laughs> oh, but, you know, I'm, 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 you know, I'm very realistic. One, I, you know, I, I have no interest in creating some sort of self-serving position. Uh, but two, I recognize that, you know, I, the current municipality I work for, 6,000 residents, it's a great community, but it's, it's, Obviously, its scope of service and um, its needs and and wants are very different than what the city of St. Louis uh, would require in a, a professional manager. They they really would need to look for somebody who has who's pretty broad experience in managing large organizations um, and probably you know a, a lot of experience in in uh, operational reform and, and straightening things out. Ben, I think that the op-ed was a great thought piece. Mm-hmm. Jason, do you think that there is any idea? That this that does anybody like this idea and and other than a really intriguing thought piece is there some traction I, here? I think it depends on where you are. Like I think if you're in a municipality that is not particularly large, a, a, a council manager arrangement makes sense. I think when you get to larger cities, like that's the example I bring up is Columbia, Missouri. Columbia, Missouri has over a hundred thousand people. It has a 
council manager position. And basically, the council has been treated like a voluntary charity board for the last 30 or 40 years. And I don't know if that's really appropriate to do for a city that has that many people and is making that important decisions about policy and contracting and services. So you could probably have a situation where you still have a city manager, but you empower the mayor and the council to have more direct power. Um, And I think you have some situations too, like the population goes over 500,000 or a million where people are just more inclined to expect the elected official and elected executive to have most of the day-to-day power. I think it really just depends on where you are. I think that's the beautiful part of the system is that it's flexible. It's a, it's able to be stood up in a way that you know reflects the needs and the wants of the community. Um, it doesn't have to be some sort of pure council manager form. Um, you're able to, as you said, you know, empower elected officials to a certain degree. Uh, you know, I, I think that's the biggest misconception that people think about the council manager form is that it somehow sidelines your elected officials. Um, for those of us that work in it, we realize how vitally important good elected officials are, and I think it actually empowers them and gives them the tools necessary to make uh, you know achievements and accomplishments that uh, they otherwise might not have been able to achieve. Um, you know, looking at, at a purely political situation. Well, and there is that proposal out there to. Uh uh, make uh, reviewing the charter every ten years. Mm-hmm. I think uh, maybe that could be something that uh, that that uh, when it is reviewed, that could be incorporated. It, it depends. Like uh, we just went through a charter commission in the yeah. county, and it did nothing. So, although I, to be fair, if you look at you know some of the members of that, one of them was you know currently now a, a federal felon, and the others facing federal indictment. So, the, I mean, there's a reason I suspect that 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 board was unfortunately the, sort of sidelined. The, there could be more momentum in the city because. There are some genuinely problematic things in the charter, like the fact that there is going to be a board of aldermen president race in September and then November, and then there's another one in March. Like I think that that I, regardless of what you think about like that sequence, that doesn't make a huge amount of sense. And I think that that's one area where the city charter commission could look into um, whether it actually creates a, a manager. Uh, all board of aldermen system, mayor system. I, I, I don't know. There's a lot more tradition of like executive leaders in the city, like actually running departments. So I would be a little bit less optimistic about it in the city. But the county, given just how much attention has been paid about contracts, I think there may be more traction there. Well, and but when you talk about tradition. It was the great Tyne Daly said, we all used to poop our pants too, but we eventually got over it. St. Louis Public Radio political correspondent Jason Rosenbaum and Glendale City Administrator Ben DeClue, thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Our podcast proudly supports St. Louis artists by using music from Life Creative Group. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thanks. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis.
Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.